0: Hey, welcome once again. This is Elle at Iron Dove. Dialogue is the key to reform. Access is the key to dialogue. At Iron Dove you can find both. Come on down, talk it up, and let's see what we can figure out. Support Google. The world's number one search engine has been subpoenaed to open access to the federal government, all of its search engine databases and related files. The Bush administration asserts that the information is necessary to keep children off adult internet sites which, of course, we know is complete nonsense. The Justice Department says they need the information to understand how people navigate the web. And let's be realistic. They're not interested in how people navigate the web. They're interested in where people are going. In their little Orwellian utopia, they got to know. Inquiring minds want to know what you're doing with your spare time, where you're going, and uh, what you're searching. You know, they have no idea how to handle this mass exchange of information and communication. It's freaking them out because people who like to be in control just can't possibly control this much information without absolutely coming down smash and clobbering basic freedoms that we have in the United States. So I am encouraged by Google's refusal, but not so encouraged because Yahoo already was subpoenaed and similarly has already complied with this information. They say that they've released no personal information, but anybody who's even remotely computer savvy knows that there's all kinds of identifiers linked to your searching practices. And if you don't know this, there's IP address, there's location, This all kinds of things and ways to figure out who you are and where you're going. And, and you know, spyware is perfectly legal. It's all over the place. It's called AdWare. You can even download stuff to delete these cookies that get on your machine. But, of course, it hasn't become illegal because, you know, our federal government's using it against us right now, interestingly. So it's a strange, strange world that we live in. And they say power corrupts. And ultimate power corrupts ultimately. That's probably not the exact quote, but that's what I say. And this goal of totalitarianism, to completely control the expression of people, is ridiculous and dangerous. And I think the whole thing with Google, I mean, I'll tell you something. I don't really care. People know where I search. I search here. I search there. I mean... Obviously I podcast what I find out. So you guys know what I'm, what I'm up to, but you know what? It's, it's more of a, it's like another way of people of the federal government to, to put together these secret dossiers on people to target certain people. It's creepy. It's weird. It's, it's, it's sort of Joe McCarthyism or something, you know, it's, um, it's a strange and weird world we live in. It really, really is. So, I started to to do some research about the people who are making these decisions, who think that it's okay to eavesdrop on the American public without court orders, without warrants. Legal experts have been pondering this question since the end of December, and probably since before that, but certainly this specific question, does the president have the authority to tell the National Security Agency to eavesdrop on Americans making international phone calls either beginning or ending on American soil without a a court order, without a warrant. And most legal scholars say this is completely illegal, that they're completely violating federal law. And yet they continue to do this under the guise of, well, we're at war and the president has certain special powers granted to him by the War Powers Act. And I think this is going way too far. I really do. And and particularly because it's all wrapped around this, well, war, it's the war on terror. In August of 2002, the American Bar Association Tax Force on Treatment of Enemy Combatants noted that As a nation, we have struggled for more than 200 years to establish the proper balance under our Constitution between protection of liberty and individual rights in time of war or threat of war. The balance may shift appropriately towards security. From past experience, we know that such a shift with, carries with it the danger of government overreaction and undue trespass on s- individual rights. In recent cases, the United States citizens have been detained as enemy combatants, bringing this potential danger into sharp relief and raise troublesome and profound issues. The government has taken the position that, with no meaningful judicial review, any American citizen alleged to be an enemy combatant could be detained indefinitely without charges or counsel on the government's say-so. The implications of these detentions are much broader than these cases. Sadly, in what promises to be long and complex, blah, 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 blah. That's pretty creepy. Pretty creepy stuff. First it's Google, then it's your telephone calls out of the United States or, or from outside of the United States, and next it'll be your telephone calls inside of the United States and your emails to your family members and your friends and anybody who might think that the administration is behaving badly or inappropriately or illegally might be targeted as an enemy combatant. And then what happens if you're an enemy combatant? Well, because we're at war, you have no rights at all. You can be detained without an attorney. You can be held for an extended period of time as much as three months without actually being charged with anything. Where does it end? Where does it end? It's all very creepy. It's all very outside of the normal realm of what we believe to be our rights as American citizens. And I think that it's time for people to say, yo, back up, stop right there, and let's put the various branches of government back into the balance that they were originally intended to have. And that does not mean that the president and the executive branch is the almighty, powerful dictator, monarchy type of a government. That we have Congress, we have a Senate, we have a judiciary, we have checks and balances that were put there to make sure that we didn't end up with some wacko. And... You know, getting people's search engine records, tapping people's phones, you know, t- going into people's emails, getting onto their cell phone lines and stuff like that—that's just totally outrageous. And and it's protected by the Constitution. You have a right to to be protected from illegal illegal search and seizure. You have a right to be protected from people invading your privacy. With no particular reason in mind. And does this make us a safer country? Does this stop terrorism from happening? <laughs> I doubt it. I mean, could it? Maybe yes, maybe no. There is no way that this kind of behavior can bring about an opened, free exchange of knowledge and information. All it can do is make people paranoid and neurotic, worried about everything, and create an underground that doesn't now exist. And nothing good can come of that. It's always better to be above board so that people know what's going on. And uh, the whole premise of our government is that it's above board and people know what's going on until this administration. And uh, and now uh, George and Tricky Dick here have been really, really pushing the envelope. And I think it's gone too far. At least that's what I think. I, tell me what you think. I'd really love to know. Come on down, talk it up, drop me a note on the uh, community board, and let's see what we can figure out. Till tomorrow, this is Ellen Iron Dove signing out.